Welcome back to part two of our conversation with returning designated drinker, lipsologist, Ariana Lightningstorm. So if you've missed part one, what do you gotta do, Gina? You gotta go back, belly up to that bar, right? Yeah, absolutely. Give it a listen first. Um, I just keep staring at my lips now. Yeah, I know. That's a thing. What's happening? <laughs> I was going to say, if they, when we'll save a seat for everyone, right? Or maybe you can save a kiss for them since you've got such... Oh, like a kissing mood? Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, Ariana, in uh, part one, you shared um, what it is... Um, what it is to be a lipsologist, a little bit about your background that got you to this art form. Um, so if anyone missed it, they need to go back to part one, like I said. But um, will you explain again what lipsology is? Absolutely. So lipsology is the art and science of reading lip prints, not lips, because I can't tell you what you said across the room <laughs> if I can't hear you. That's funny. I never thought of that. <laughs> That's why I so emphasize prints yes. when I tell about that. That's it's important. Um, so it tells you personality traits, energy levels, emotions, what's going on with you in the moment based on your kiss on a card that I make specifically for your party or event and or your private reading. And it's something that's uh, very special because it's an icebreaker for the party and then it's a memento because people can not only have their own pretty kisses on the card and they may not be what they think of as pretty, it's okay, they're still informative. <laughs> and it tells you, um, so when they go home, They've got something to put somewhere special of, that's a memento about the party, but it's also something that's about them. So it's a really fun thing, and I find it really amazing. I do it at uh, bridal showers and bachelorettes and birthday parties and weddings and holidays and corporate events, and you name it, I've done it, practically. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, the funny thing is, you know, we, in part one, we talked about how long you have known Ariana. Yeah. I actually met her before she was on the show as well. She was, and it was, the timing was like, it was crazy you literally said i met her at an uh, advertising american advertising federation event that she was there it was a networking event and i kid you not like the next week you're like we need to have this lipsology on on the show and i was not that you sound like that at all so. <laughs> but, <laughs> also i love that i sound like julia child yes <laughs> yes <laughs> I, that is it. I'm trying to Hello. tell her. Hello. I don't know where I got it. I know. But it was just so crazy that you literally Yeah, time. no, I, I, I am not doing, I will I not continue this podcast unless you only speak like Julia Child from now on. <laughs> Thank you. I can't even hear you. I don't even know where that came from. But literally you would like, it. Would, the timing was just crazy. I had just met her at this event randomly and you it's brought kismet. her up. It is. It's where you're supposed to be. Right? You know what, you know what, to have. You know what should be happening now? What? Let's get this lady a cocktail. All right, you want to do a cocktail? Let's do a cocktail top of the show. You All got right, it. let's All do right, it. Let's go. Okay. Okay, this is my favorite time of year. Persimmons, right? I always like find a new way, interesting way of using persimmons. Um, you shop for them. You want them nice and squishy. They're delicious. Uh, you let them ripen a little bit on your counter. Um, they're so good with seafood also. Just a little tip. Um, what we did was we made, and I'll put this on the... Um, on the recipe, I made a persimmons uh, simple syrup using Sauvignon Blanc. So basically I took our um, guts of the persimmons, I put it in a pot with um, one cup of the persimmons, one cup of sugar, put it in the pot, let it caramelize those two ingredients. And then I did glaze the pot with the Sauvignon Blanc for one cup, so it's one cup, one cup, one cup, and boom, here is your persimmon syrup. And what's amazing about it is that like, you can smell the wine, but it's like it's like intoxicatingly how 
good the smell is. Okay, so you're like, okay, whatever. What are you gonna do with this? Well, here's what we're gonna do with this. We're gonna make a persimmons pisco sour because you can. And we have a few eggs that the earth has given us from my farm. Um, I don't know if you know this, but in the weather, when the wintertime, chickens don't lay eggs. So it's funny, you get one, two, three eggs. I got three eggs yesterday. Two came here, fresh eggs for everybody, right? So when we're making a piece of sour, the one thing we want to do, you want to start off with, is you want to take your um, egg yolk and egg white and separate it into the top part of your shaker tin. You never put it on top where the cocktail is going to go. Um, and then you're going to take two ounces of your persimmon syrup, and you have like little chunks of persimmons in there as well. And we're going to double strain this. So it doesn't really matter how much goes in there, but two ounces. And then we're gonna take a half an, um, uh, one ounce of lemon juice and we're gonna cut it fresh as best. This knife is ridiculous. My father's knife today, because I need it for something else I'm gonna show you how to do. So I needed this giant, huge knife. And notice I'm not squeezing the lemon juice on top of our, on our egg white and persimmon syrup because you do not want to put the lemon directly on top of that. There is, I need some help, Louise. Please help me today. I'm coming look, and I come with gifts. Yeah, I'm like completely frazzled It's today. okay, I don't it's know. okay. It's the first one of the I year. Know, I know, I like know. Getting through the cobwebs. I know, we're gonna do two ounces of Pisco. Now, I love a good Pisco. Um, I had, had this Pisco in my house, but a Diablada is a very good Pisco to make with this cocktail. The, um, this one's pretty, it's good, it's good, it's good. It's not Diablada. I love Diablada. I just didn't have any. So Melanie, if you're listening, you could um, drop some off. That would be awesome. <laughs> All right, so we have in here our um, persimmons um, simple syrup. Okay. With a little bit of Sauvignon Blanc, and then we have our egg whites, and then we have two ounces of Pisco, and then one ounce of lemon juice, and we are going to top and dry shake. So you can just top, you know, make Ariana's. Okay. Okay, you're gonna top it. Okay, pour Which it in. Which one do I pour first? It doesn't matter. It doesn't Go. matter. Okay. Go, ready? And then we're just gonna shake. So you're gonna dry shake. Dry shake means no ice, right? And this is the most important part of your cocktail because you want it to get frosty. If it starts to leak out of the sides, which mine is. Look at me. Uh, let me see yours. Well, I don't be so cocky. Oh, I don't know, am I ready? <laughs> what? No, you're not ready. Keep okay. shaking. Okay, keep shaking. If yours is doing that, like mine just did. Let me see. Oh my God, yours is beautiful. Ha ha! Mine is not beautiful. Success. Mine, yours is really pretty. Hey. Imagine that cocktail's gonna be good, that's weird. All right, after you dry shake, you get a beautiful white foam and then we have the one perfect cocktail that's happening. You're gonna add three quarters full of ice and we're gonna shake this again. And I apologize that you don't have a cocktail. Okay. Well, I mean our guest's not gonna get the cocktail. Oh my God. All right, and when you can write your name on your tin, which we can. Your cocktail is ready to pour. Oh my God, it smells so good. All right, we're gonna take this out and we're gonna double strain. Cause remember we have in there all of that goopy deliciousness. Beautiful color. It's such a pretty color. It's like the palest like coral. And what are you topping it with? Sorry, I'm topping it off with um, a little bit of flowers that are in salt. I'm actually not using the salt, I'm just using the flower itself. Because the flower petals itself are salty enough. And normally you could use this to do a cocktail, whatever, and you just put a little bit in there. 
And it makes it very beautiful and very tasty. And my cocktail in you know honor of Molly, uh, Miley Cyrus is called I Can Buy Myself Flowers. <laughs> so happy Valentine's Day. Cheers. So uh, what do you think of the cocktail? Sure is pretty. It is pretty. That's the first thing I saw. I was like, wow, it's beautiful. And it's really delicious. It's, it literally said when I was I took the sip, it's like, okay, now I know I like this. <laughs> <laughs> I like that um, the, the persimmons is like literally giving it like this crazy, like it's the wine. It's yeah. the wine and the persimmons. It doesn't, the density isn't like. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really pretty. It's beautiful layering. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And yeah. so it's delicious. So flowers and, and salt. I've not seen that before. Um, the little pansies. Yeah. So our friend, that's no longer, there was this beautiful um, woman-owned microgreenery in D.C. And uh, they used to take all their extra flowers and put it in pyramid salts. Mm -hmm. And they can use it as a finishing salt for like salads and cocktails it's and pretty. stuff. Yeah. Unfortunately, that business is, um, right now, is on a hiatus. So, oh. yeah, well, hopefully they come back. Hopefully. They're so lovely. It's really pretty. Mentioned. It's very pretty. I, yeah. Well done, Gina. Lovely. Maybe I'll do that with my, my my flowers this year. I'll just start gathering them and salting all my flowers. Yeah. Can you do that? What? Well, obviously, you have to be careful. What? Yeah. Just edible flowers. Yeah. Like lavender buds and some of your roses aren't sprayed. Roses, uh, pansies. Um, you know, in oregano or your flowers, like mm -hmm. all your herbs bloom. All yeah. those blooms. Everything. Oh, that would be really yeah, cool. Yeah, you put them in flat. You put them in oh. salt, and they look really pretty. Um, violets. Violet, yeah, um, violets, wild violets would work. Um, I'm trying to think what else blooms. Oh, like um, if you want to, if you don't want your strawberries or you don't want your raspberry, you can take all those flowers and use those. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, where the, oh, oh. Yeah, blackberries, yep, yep. So we're, we can do all of it. Got to do our housekeeping. Where are they going to get, get this cocktail? They are going to go to um, Bowie, Maryland. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They're going to go to designateddrinker.show and you get our cocktail um, recipe. Or you can go to Instagram and follow us to um, see me make a cocktail. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Cocktails yeah. this year. Yeah. Yeah. We just started that um, recently. Yes. And I have a great blooper for the first one. That's it. Drop the egg yolk in, <laughs> which you'll all hear about. <laughs> Or heard about. Yeah. Well, that's all right. You know, I mean, just shows that you two are human, Gina. I am human. I am human. <laughs> so if you didn't catch it, it's designatedrinker.show, or you can just scroll down into your episode notes, and we'll have links there to make sure you can get to Insta or to our library of libations, because we have set, this is our seventh season, so there's lots and lots of recipes to be had, including oh this gosh. one. That is crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. So um, with cocktail in hand... I think it's my turn up bat yes. with my reading. I can't wait. Maybe. <laughs> well, and this is um, a couple's kiss reading, so that's yes, different. That's and your new thing, right? <clears throat> it's my new thing. I tell people about their personalities like regular, um, and that's the kisses at the bottom. But at the top of the card, you fold it in half and kiss each other with the card in between. It's really Instagrammable. It's really cute. Um, and you make out of one kiss two lip prints. And it's really a neat thing because I can compare them and look at the difference between both the individual kisses and also the kisses of each other and see what is going on directly between a couple. So it's the interaction of the couple directly. Uh -oh. I don't know that there's any other kind of reading that does that. 
it's one of the things yeah. that's really cool. So I'm going to write a book. Awesome. <laughs> okay. So things that jump out at me. You've got a diamond-shaped lip print, which means you're um, successful. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Uh -huh. Diamond people are everyone's best friend because they're successful and they help other people to succeed. So you recognize people's skills and abilities like Gina does. Yeah, so um, you recognize your skills and abilities. You help them to shine. You send them in the right direction to do really well. That kind of thing. All that's the upward point. The downward point is what makes you a diamond. Uh -oh. It means you give generously back to your community and you're a good mentor. Because if you know how to do it, you know how to show somebody else to do it. So you, you're like, the, so. exactly. And so you're like the water that raises all boats. So when you do well, you bring others with you. They're like, yay, that Louise is here. Woohoo, you sparkle and shine like a diamond. So there's that. Seems and, like there's a butt here. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nope. Um, you do have some stress if you want to talk about things that are going on, like a lot on your mind. It's actually not so much stress as um, gerbil wheels, which is like gerbils running in their wheels, you know, is how your thoughts are going. So I call that a, a gerbil wheels and it means you need to do a brain dump. And so getting, you know, getting it all out of your head onto some other media so you can have more fun in the present. And so that's something that, that's a good idea for you to do. There are some stress lines in the... So right. <laughs> and lower lip print. Which means that you, um, that's, and it's right around the area of digestion, which tells me, which is the center, like the keep is vote, is, is the dip in the top middle on the outside. The, um, the uh, inner um, and center part of the lower lip print, I call the area of digestion, meaning whatever's going on with that. And there are some stress lines there, so there may be some, you know, a little stress around your, your stomach or your, your digestion and stuff like that. So there's something going on there. But there's also what's called a gourmet lip split. It means you're a foodie, you're a particular, but you know, it's like whatever's in the fridge is fine, but if it's supposed to be nice, it better be nice. And you are, you have that all t full tilt, got it. You know, if it's not nice, I'm not eating it kind of level. And then you've also got the, okay, it's in the fridge. I need to eat. I'm going to do it. You know, that kind of thing. So there's different levels of that for you. Um, but the, the extreme gourmet lip split that you do have in one of your lip prints, the second one, indicates that you're not a cheap date. If it's a date, it better be nice. <laughs> Where's Dave? We know. <laughs> you can be romantic and you have a good sense of humor. All of that is associated with the gourmet lip split. So I could have looked at this and never met you and know this about you. Okay. That's crazy. Um, actually, magazine editors have sent me um, lip prints from different people and I met none of them done readings on it. Like I'm, um, I'm in the back of one of the Cosmo magazines. Um, there's an, towards the end, they have a whole page with a person and about their personality traits and their lip prints. So there's a lot of, and this was um, in 2020, I think is when it came out. So I've done a, a bunch of different things where I'd never met the person and, it, and they were like, um, like this one person, they, she had um, what's called health marks in the lower lip print and she, and it means that you might be fighting off a cold or dealing with allergies or something along those lines. And I said this about her having not met her, and she said she wrote about it my my reading for her. As I sit here, uh, I've got a pile of Kleenex next to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So it's very interesting. It's about where you are in the moment. So that's another thing. It's similar to handwriting analysis. It's like a brain print of the present moment. So it's really about where you are in the minute, and it's not necessarily about your whole life. Although your personality traits stay the same, so that's going to show up over and over again in these readings. The wider lower lip print for you means that you are someone who it's like, I heard you the first time. You don't have to repeat yourself. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I say, tell you once dot, dot, dot on the card. <laughs> so, uh, where's Dave? <laughs> 
And um, so on Dave's side, speaking of Dave, um, mm-hmm. he is picky. He likes things done a particular way, better be done right. It's very important to him. <laughs> you sure you've never met Dave? <laughs> Virgo Dave. <laughs> His footprint is creative. It's, he has, needs a creative outlet of some kind or he's unhappy. So he needs, and it could be like, it doesn't have to be, you know, it's like some people, it's like creativity for some people is not the same for others. Um, but it's a wavy lip print, which indicates there's a creative mind there. So he comes up with creative ways of doing things. Oh, well, that's um, an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> right? And he might have some kind of thing he needs to do in order to be like, you know, like, so I think of um, the, for men, you know, the, 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 the guy in the basement uh, in that one series where he's building a boat. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a creative outlet. It yeah. doesn't mean he's doing something, you know, like painting art. He's, but it's still an artistic True. thing, right? It's yeah. a creative thing. Here's stairs. So. Yeah. The windows. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. All yeah. that. So it's, and that's what my dad did. He, he built on the house. He did paneling, you know, he found teak wood. He went out and went to a barn and got the old wood from a barn and, and fixed it up and then used that as paneling in the house and built things with it and all that kind of thing. Yeah, that's him. So, yeah, so that's, that's, that's to me, that's very creative. And uh, so creativity doesn't, isn't just about, you know, singing or playing instruments or, or painting a piece of art or something like that. It's, it's, it's multiple things, and I think people forget that and think that you have to be famous to be creative, and it's the opposite. Um, it's like... Sometimes creative people aren't, <laughs> uh, or sometimes uh, p- famous people aren't creative, and they yeah. <laughs> and that kind of thing, or aren't as creative as they're billed to be. So um, you're a loyal friend. You keep people. So that's something the two of you, as I said, have in common. Um, and as far as you and um, Gina, <laughs> um, and so uh, there's it's, and another thing is that uh, Dave has a strong hug pucker in this lip print. You have to say that carefully because pucker rhymes. And other things. <laughs> What do you call it? <laughs> and so in all three lip prints, the, the individual kisses on the page and also when you kiss each other, um, it's present. And so, but for you, um, Louise, it's present only for you when you kiss him. And that means that you, um, so that's a hugging and kissing and, and affection show up in the hug pucker, right? So um, that's something that you two have. So when you're kissing him, that, that aspect comes out of you. But when you're in general, you're not thinking about that at least necessarily with him, but when he's not kissing you, he's still thinking about it. So there's some attraction there on his part that's really, really strong. And you're attracted to each other when you kiss each other. You definitely have that hug pucker there when you're both kissing each other. So there's a lot of sweetness there. And um, and he's not as good a listener as you are, um, Louise. So that's another thing. He's <laughs> Amen! <laughs> it's been documented! <laughs> So, um, so that's something he should be working on <laughs> because that will help with the relationship. Um, you, you also ain't kidding, sister. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's really important. Um, communication is key, and listening is a big part of that. So, um, even when he's kissing you, it's actually lip prints get less full. The upper one, which is the thinner, and when it's thinner in the upper part, that means you may not be a great listener. And all three of them are very thin, and it's actually less thin when he's kissing you, which tells me that he really doesn't listen to you more than he doesn't listen to other people. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I wouldn't, I don't always bring these kinds of things up at parties, but I certainly, you know, when I'm doing a deeper reading, I, I can do that. So my advice is that he takes some active listening practice. He, he, he do some of that because it's going to make your relationship and his relationship with everybody better. So active listening is a really powerful technique that he could, uh, that would be helpful for him. 
And uh, basically, that's uh, you've got spiritual lines, um, and that's very strong in yours. He's got what's interesting is that he doesn't really he has a little bit of them showing up in these regular lip prints as individual ones, but when he kisses you, he's got more spiritual lines in his lip prints. So, what does connect with the two of you is you're connected on a spiritual level. So it's not always coming out in communication, but and, and all of that. But he definitely, on some deep level, really gets you, and so that's something I'm seeing as well. So. You know, it doesn't always have to happen on the verbal level, but it would be helpful just for practical purposes. Um, he also has something going on with his lower left quadrant of his body. All three of his lip prints are showing that he's got what's called an injury mark, or an, I call it an owie. So something's going on. It could be his hip, his knee, his foot, his low back, something where below the waistline on the left-hand side. And it's all three of them. So I just say get a massage, chiropractic, acupuncture, do something about it. Um, and I call it TLC because the body's asking for it and it's asking for it because it needs to be and it's, it won't show up if you don't need it. So on his left side? On his left side. And it might be his right side that's injured and his left side is saying, hey, I'm, I'm taking mm -hmm. all the brunt here. So it, his left side needs some balancing, some help too. Um, so that's something that's showing up in both his, uh, all three of his lip prints. Um, the color intensity is about the same. You both go, 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 crash, go, 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 crash, go, 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 crash. So you all have, you know, you do a lot of stuff and then you pass out. Um, so there's go, go. I put this in between, um, dot, 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 crash, between the, the um, lip prints on either side so that you can see um, what's in between. And so I put the, the personality traits that are, are to the individual, I put around your own lip prints, and then when there's something that's in common with the two of you, I put it in between the two sets of lip prints. And so that's how, so you have this, this cool little card that you can have, um, you can even you know, put it on a, in a frame and such, because it's an eight and a half by 11 page. So it's, uh, it's really fun that way. So I would say that you both could use some rest, <laughs> you know what I'm saying here, uh, because there's a lot of white space, and especially Louise you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> and you also have seeds of change. Another thing you have in common with Gina is that you both have ideas, projects, thoughts, and they've been on the back burner for a bit because you've been too busy to do them. And now you're, um, you need to, to put, do something about them, like at least write the ideas down so you don't forget them, so you're not three weeks later going, what was that great idea I had three weeks ago? Drat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's important to do that. Um, the, also the fact that you have a V-shaped Cupid's bow. We, we, I, the first thing I was talking about in the beginning, both you and um, Dave have that. So this is another thing you have in common. That means you have long fuses and big booms at the end. Long term, it's like, okay, you know, I can take it and take it. And then I'm like, ah, and so. That's true. I call, I say V equals yeah. volcano. <laughs> That's very true. Because it's like, a, you know, so people shouldn't get you mad because if they do, you know, it's like a volcano erupted and they should run and hide. So that's a, it, it takes me a long time to get there, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. As I say, long fuse, big boom at the end. It's not, it's not something that it, it, it happens easily, but when it does, people should run and hide like a volcano erupted. Because, you know, that means that they push you too far. And again, when you kiss totally. each other, your lip prints both got darker, which indicates that you have, you know, there's, there's energy and passion between you. Um, so that's cool. And... Uh, that's another thing that's really awesome. So there's a lot of really sweet things going on between you. I would also say that you and he are even more stubborn with each other than you are individually. <laughs> so he's very stubborn, period. <laughs> um, Alex, <laughs> as soon as Ariana's done here, I would like you to grab this raw footage and audio and send it to Dave immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I think that in, so one of the things that's happening between you is that the, your, your lip prints are not stubborn. They're open. You're open to experiences. You're willing to try new things. 
He's stubborn. He doesn't like to change his mind once he makes a decision. So between the two of you, um, you become more stubborn with him. When you're kissing him, your stubbornness comes out. Um, and, and his is, is even more intense. So I think you tend to kind of, there may be butting heads here. If you're on the same page, there's nothing stopping you two. But if you're not on the same page, it's like heads butting. And so um, again, communication is key there. And I think that as you go forward, you've been together for so long, it's gonna be not so hard to just work on that particular aspect and improve it. And you two are just gonna be going to the, you know, even better. Things are gonna be even better than they already are, which is really fantastic. So. That's 30 years she, in. She was a child bride. That's I was. Why. Child bride. You got me a donkey and three acres of land. <laughs> 16. 16. Weirdo. I always say 12, so that way I get even younger. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love it. We right? should just do every episode with her. It's more fun. Right? Yeah, it is. For sure. For sure. That's great. So have you ever read, and, and, and you kind of touched on this before, have you ever read something and said, I'm just not going to say it? Sometimes it depends, you know, if you're at a party, you don't want people crying, yeah. you know, right? So um, like any responsible person who's been hired to entertain, you uh, you say things, maybe you might say it in a, in a more gentle way or in a way that's not going to create an upset. Um, but if I'm doing a private reading where I'm doing, going for a long time, that, and, and, they've, and, they've, uh, that mean, and they've given me permission to go into whatever I find, then I'll go a little deeper. But there's not, you know, the thing about Lipsology, it was... So handwriting analysis was designed by people who were, who were um, figuring out if somebody was a criminal. And it was researched on criminals. Handwriting analysis has a lot of negativity in it. Like, like I'm not going to tell people they're liars when I, when I'm sitting there <laughs> at a party, right? So I'm careful about what I say, but I focus on the things that you know are more neutral or positive, so that people are leaving thinking, "Wow, that's really interesting and cool," and they're not like, "Oh my gosh, I'm, you know, I'm a horrible person," um, you know, right? Because the thing is, I think that there's extremes in that. Whereas Lipsology was designed by a person who was a, a fun-loving person, a loving, kind, sweet person. Julie is just the sweetest person you'll ever meet. Um, and so her approach is to lift people up. She's like the, the person with a triangle personality. She lifts them up. She helps them to shine, puts people in a position to grow. She wants you to get good things out of this. She's wanting to help you, not hurt you. So if I'm, you know, I'm not going to beat somebody up with her lip prints. And what I'm going to do instead is tell them, you know, what's, what's uh, the things that can, like, for instance, if I see stress, I talk, and this is what Julie taught me to do, and it's what I would do anyway. I see um, a lot going on with your thoughts. I say, do a brain dump. Organize those thoughts. Keep, get it out of your head. Take a picture. Keep it in your phone. Don't try to remember every single little thing you've got to do today. Have it in front of you. And then that's going to help. Of course, everybody, often the people who have these have them, and they still do it. Yeah. <laughs> right? But this is the idea is to do is to keep as little of those thoughts running around your brain as possible so that you then are able to be more present in the present. You've got more, it's easier for things to, and you're not like trying to, what was that thing I forgot? You know, all yeah. that stuff is, is right down on the page or on your phone or somewhere you can find it easy. That's what that's about. So there's all these solutions built into this, these readings. So that is necessarily considered, that's like, that is a negative seeing, you know, gerbil wheels. But it's not something I would focus on as a negative. I'd focus it on as, as something it's easy to fix or easy yeah. to work on. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, absolutely. and that's my approach to all readings. I do that with everything I do. So that's really awesome. Do you ever see the movie Weird Science? Yes. When Kelly LeBrock's in it. Yes. And the guy's feeding the computer all the things, and he's puts in a giant picture of the lips. Yeah. That's all I can think about. <laughs> <laughs> like, where the where did that all come from from that conversation? I don't know. But I'm like, Kelly LeBron, that's it. <laughs> She's it. She's the reason why I'm like, well, I don't know. Do I know anybody? That's her. 
Meanwhile, I just dated myself. I was a child when that movie yeah, came exactly. out. Uh-huh. Just so you know, yeah, I saw the Nickelodeon. Sixth grade. I was in sixth grade when that movie came out. So there you go. Do so you are you do take on new clients if someone were looking for you to come do a, a, a an event like you said or a private yeah. reading constantly and, yeah okay so what we'll make sure that our listeners have um, in our episode notes and everything that we do they have the link to get to you Absolutely. so they don't even have to follow do you fly I do there you go yeah All people we'll have flown me to Canada and to Mexico and. Other yes. places, yeah. No, no, yeah. that's it. I'd be like, yes, I only fly to Mexico. I would only pick destinations. I like, I like um, Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> well, I'll be there. I actually <laughs> did go to Puerto Vallarta specifically. Oh, really? Yeah, it was yeah. A, it was a destination wedding. Zona oh. Romantico. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually the southern half of of Puerto Vallarta is at Zona Romantico. Oh, love it. Did yeah. dock there? I it did. Know. It did on the northern side. Though. <laughs> I really need that to be real. It's just, it's not. But I really need it to be real in my life. What a Valentine's Day episode. Huh? I know. I, I know, right? So, yes. Uh, yes. all right, Gina, this is it. All right, so this is my question, right? So in this day and age, everybody identifies themselves with some sort of spirited animal, right? And like you totally um, become enchanted by it. And you, in the spirit of love, might identify yourself with a ladybug and, you know, you're just like, you know, roaming the earth and always helping the gardens grow and, and keeping things in pristine and order and um, never showing your age just with a little one little dot, right? Um, if you could be one spirit ingredient, how would it define you? And would it be for food or for a beverage? Okay, that's a cool thing. An ingredient. Chocolate. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. How Choc- does it define you? Tell me. Tell me. I chocolate, love chocolate is 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 uh, it's dark and and but sweet and flavorful it comes in all sorts of uh, it can be light it can be dark it can be in between it's changeable um and it and it's uh it's exotic and yet it's in every you know all over the place here you know everyone knows it's where it is in the world and it's uh just it's just got umami in a way and it's just it's a it can be it can be sweet it can be savory it can just it's a very flexible ingredient and it's healing. It's a powerful healing tool. And it's a spiritual thing. People do spiritual work with chocolate. It's, you know, an ancient Aztec uh, spiritual thing that, that only the, the people who were the heads of uh, the, the, you know, this, the, the powerful people could have that. And, and it was for the leader. And so they do that as empowerment. And of course, there's caffeine in it. And actually, only caffeine I can ingest, actually, co- coffee and tea. I can have them, but they, they, if I get too much, it's a problem for my body. So I love uh, the caffeine and chocolate because I can actually use it to keep myself going. It's an amazing thing. It's it's great without sugar. It's great with sugar. It's an amazing thing. There you go. I love chocolate too. I don't think we've had chocolate before. I don't think so either, yeah. actually. Well, I do love chocolate though. There you go. He wears a face mask too. They do that in, uh, <laughs> in some salon. They do chocolate. They do. Well, I believe it's you. It like draws yeah. it out. It's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, I love go. that. Chocolate. Okay. Just in time for Valentine's Day. There you oh, go. Perfect. perfect. Yeah. All oh, right. that was insane. Yes, that was yeah. insane. I like yes. that too. Well, cheers. And thank you for all the insights and the wonderful um, wonderful things you shared with us. And uh, it was always a good time. Yeah. Cheers. What a great way to start off season seven. Cheers. Valentine's. Cheers. I love it. The Designated Drinker Show is produced by Missing Link a Latina-owned, strategy-driven, creatively-fueled production co-op. From ideation to creation, we craft human connections through intelligent, engaging, and informative content. 
Also in the Missing Link lineup of podcasts is Roger That, a podcast dedicated to guiding you through the haze of dementia, led by skilled caregivers. Now, if you're looking for a whole new way to enjoy the theater, check out Between Acts, an immersive audio theater podcast experience. Each episode takes you on a spellbinding journey through the works of newfound playwrights, from dramas to comedies and everything in between. Find Missing Links League of Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And while you're there, please don't forget to follow, download, and review the shows. Your reviews help our shows reach new audiences. To find out more about Missing Link, visit missinglink.company. That's missinglink.company.